on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We've got some rumors for WrestleMania that have nothing to do with matches, more around uh, WrestleMania Goes Hollywood, and not a whole lot else. This week we watched King of the Ring 2000. It was not a good show by any means. I personally... When I watched it, thought that it was kind of funny, and then after Joe watched it, he was like, "This sucked." And now I can't help but agree, it wasn't it wasn't that good. I don't recommend going back to watch this show for any match, really. There wasn't anything that really saved this show. No, but we watched it, and uh, that's what we're here for. We're here to let you know, the three listeners, you know, what retro pay per view should you go back and watch. Uh, this is not one of them nor should you watch any match from it. And then uh, for the weekly recap, we finally have build towards Revolution. Uh, NXT is attempting a build towards Stand and Deliver. And Raw and SmackDown built towards Elimination Chamber. And yeah, they've kind of put the build for WrestleMania on hold because Elimination Chamber is Saturday? Is it Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday when this comes out, yes, we'll be talking about Elimination Chamber next week. And I'm assuming after that, we'll have the fallout from that and some actual build towards WrestleMania, but it'll be good. We'll we'll know who's facing Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. That's about it. That's going to come out of this weekend that we're going to find out about WrestleMania. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Let's go. Welcome into episode 93 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And we had some things happen this week for the news. Um, Jerry Jarrett passed away. RIP, Jeff Jarrett's dad. Um, never. I didn't I didn't really know that that was that he was a big part of the wrestling business until this week. Um, but that does suck. Yeah, I, I'm under the assumption that he's not been healthy for like. Spoiler alert, Jeff Jarrett wrestled this week, mere days after his dad died, which being someone whose father has passed away, I know I, for one, could not have done that, even if I was a professional wrestler. Uh, so my, I'm assuming that he's been in pretty bad health for a while and Je- Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett had probably accepted that to like leading up to this which is why he wrestled this week i i don't know that's the only thing i can think of but good for him to go out and do that 
I was actually really surprised to see him after finding out that like his dad died. Yeah. Cause I would not have been able to do that. Um, only other stuff for news. We did have a, uh, another sub and Rhea skit with the, the Mysterio family where they now interrupted a Valentine's day dinner. If you haven't seen it, really the only funny part is so like, I guess the backstory is sub and Rhea had a, a Valentine's day dinner reservation somewhere at this fancy restaurant. They show up, tell the hostess that they're there for the reservation. And they say that it's already been taken and it was Ray and uh, his wife. And they show up, Ray and his wife, give them the table. And the funniest part is when, um, like they order some champagne, I think. And then sub is like, yeah. And then also, could you bring about your, your finest chicken tenders, please? (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Just the way that he, he's just like, so nonchalant just like yeah I, he's at this really nice restaurant he's like yeah can i get your i, w- I want the chicken tenders those sound really good um they do though i mean chicken tenders all around are just the best food ever mm-hmm. tell me tell, give me give me a food that's better than a chicken tender um steak no a fried steak no chicken tender better no you're stupid Chicken. Chicken tender better. Chicken, chicken tender is the best food on earth. Beef. Beef is the best. Chicken's it's a chicken. T- yeah, it's a it's a what is it? A, 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 a scared bird or whatever. What? It's I don't know. It's it's something about like uh people talk about that where it's like um like what are you chicken or is that what you're saying? No, when people talk about like the types of like the healthiest meats to eat or whatever. Oh, it's a nervous bird. That's what it was not a scared bird but they're they're always talking about like um if you're going to eat meat it should like the the less legs that it has the healthier it is which is why like beef is the least healthiest out of the meats cuz it has seven legs right yeah seven legs joe good yeah elephant would be pretty unhealthy cuz it's got <laughs> that fifth leg you know or a uh, or a horse yeah they also have a fifth leg but cows have seven legs. Yeah, I wasn't right? serious. I wasn't serious about that. I th- you can be. You can let yeah, me know. I, that- I mean, there are just a lot of animals with four legs, and you chose like beef as being the least healthy because it had four, four legs. When pigs, what's well, the? Mo- it's it's yes, pigs as well. It's just like those and pigs are the most common. Yeah, that's that's what I used to mess with. But then people like to say like turkey and chicken are next in the line of healthiness and then fish. Because they have like, no legs. Yeah, but I don't like Allegedly. Fish. You don't like fish at all? No. Nah. Is because it tastes so fishy? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe you need to have some not so fishy tasting fish. I just don't like fish. I, I don't try to change you. Why are you trying to change me? I'm not trying to change yeah, you. Yeah, you are. No. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, go watch the skit. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty funny. Uh, the only other piece of news that I had was, uh, some WrestleMania rumors and not regarding any matches, but WrestleMania is going Hollywood once again this year. Uh, the last time they did it was WrestleMania 21. 
where they did all these uh, WrestleMania goes Hollywood skits where the wrestlers would reenact scenes from famous movies. Uh, there are some rumors of what they're going to do this year for that, even though, in my opinion, they're very far behind. They, they should have been out by now. But allegedly, uh, online, they said the someone was told the list that I'm about to read off are the planned WrestleMania goes Hollywood movie trailers. So Miz and Maurice to do Top Gun. Judgment Day to do Stranger Things. Uh, the Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre to do The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins to do Batman and Joker. And then The Bloodline to do Goodfellas. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you do you, boo-boos. I'm not entirely sure if I'm excited for any of those other than maybe like I'm assuming the bloodline one would probably be good. There's no way that it wouldn't be, but I think the 40 year old virgin one would probably be pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the best one, but that was really it for the news this week. I couldn't really, I didn't find anything else. I wasn't very active online this week. I think uh new like Mercedes uh, money had a match or something i don't know she might have that i don't i don't she, I, I but i know that, that saturday japan, saturday night is that new japan match with her and Kyrie. oh okay never mind that's saturday night but i i don't know if she's had a match but she's definitely like Probably resurfaced not. um she's definitely resurfaced a lot on twitter this week like i've been seeing a lot more people talking about her this week than leaks past since her debut with New Japan, she might have shown up on TV. Yeah, that might be it. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Regardless, the hype level, like the hype level is big for some people, but I don't care enough to pay for it. No, that actually reminds me. I need to cancel my New Japan subscription until January 4th next year. Nice. I forget to do it every year and I just continue to pay for it throughout the year and I never watch it. Yeah. So I'm a big, dumb idiot. Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of things that are big and dumb, mostly dumb, we had a retro pay-per-view this week. It was King of the Ring 2000. Yep. It was not good. Not very good. Not good at all. Uh, did you have any signs, Joe? I actually had no signs because I read some, but they were all like not funny, cheering. There was one that I was trying to read that looked like it was going to be funny. Didn't get it. So what what were some thing what were some things in the sign that you remember Nothing. because I had one so I had one that said and I I missed one word out of the sign and it was the, the best s- word it would have made the sign make sense but the sign said crash I'll make it my duty to blank your booty and it definitely wasn't eat it wasn't eat because okay. the word was longer than that, but I can't think of what else they would have said. It was like at least a six-letter word, but that was probably the funniest sign I saw. Buck. That's, that's six not, letters, that, Joe. That's not six buck letter. with maybe three Ks. Yeah. No, I don't think it was that. Like I feel like I would have recognized fuck. It was just a word that was tough for me to make out. Hmm. Sorry. 
yeah, I got. I, but other than that, like, I really have no signs, Joe. Did you watch the show? No, I didn't watch the show. <laughs> that was sarcasm. I watched the show. It was just not very entertaining. It really wasn't. Um, the only other sign I had that uh, was a sign that said the real Joe with a down arrow pointing at the real Joe. What I just want to know what you have to say to him. So. um okay so did i watch the show and yet you had one and a half signs no i have a lot more signs oh they're just not that funny also yeah that's what i was saying none of them were funny they were well, like the thing is, is you didn't have any so i didn't write them i down. didn't want to make I, it i didn't want to make it seem like oh i got all these other signs i i usually write down anything that's relatively funny and then i usually leave it up to you like if you say you have a bunch i'm like oh yeah i also got a bunch <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't have any because I didn't think any of them were funny. Those were probably like, and the the second one I said isn't even funny. Um, no. Like, Scoop likes farm animals, not funny. Goob farted, cool. Um, there was a got milk sign that was held up mostly during the match. Well, the first match that Trish was out there for. Yeah. Smoke the magic leaf. Cool. Weed's That's probably now. marijuana. That's what I'm thinking. I can't. And then I, I can't. His confirm. name is Robert Paulson. Ooh, nice fight club. When did fight club had been out for a while at this point, right? Probably. Hold on. I have two screens. Either way, while Joe looks that up, uh, there were a lot of matches during the show. Uh, the first four matches were all of our quarterfinal matches for the King of the Ring tournament. None of them were that great. I would say the only good one was probably the fourth one. Um, mm. Regardless, it wasn't that. It still wasn't that great. What you got? 1999. Okay, so it was like still pretty relevant. Yeah, I mean, it's we're probably approaching half a year since 1999. But it, yeah, so yeah, October, October of 99 and King of the Ring was probably in like May or something. It was in June. Oh, so yeah, over half a year, but it's still relevant. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. First match was Rikishi versus Chris Benoit. Uh, I mean, there there aren't really any stories for these matches. Like, they they tried to put one in here where Rikishi's now the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he had just won it from Chris Benoit on the previous SmackDown. So they they tried to put a story into this, but it realistically, they weren't facing each other for an Intercontinental Championship rematch. It was literally just because of the tournament. Yeah. It uh it happened. It it did kind of happen. Um I was surprised. En- Go ahead. No, I was going I was just going to say it ended with a DQ. Mhm. Benoit gets a little uh rabid. He had like a roid rage and he got himself disqualified with a chair. Yeah, and then he had a backstage segment where he's like where he basically said I may be the, this is paraphrasing, but I'm, 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 I know that I'm the, or everybody knows that I'm the best technical wrestler in any wrestling company. Um, but something they're, they're gonna know is that I do what I want when I want. And I was like, yeah, we yeah, know that do. now. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have laughed at that. Um, yikes. Uh, let's see. 
The only quote I had from this match was JR, who said, only winners advance in the King of the Ring tournament. <laughs> That's fair. Good as job, soon as yeah. he said that, as soon as he said that, I wrote it down. And then later he explained himself by saying, it, like, the whole reason behind the quote, because I thought it was hilarious when he said it. I was like, no shit, JR. But then he went and explained himself, and he was like, no, if there's like a double DQ or a double count out, neither of them advance. And I was like, okay, that actually kind of makes sense. <laughs> but regardless, you should have led with that instead of saying only winners advance in the tournament. <laughs> yes. Good job. Um, but yeah, Benoit, he got himself disqualified. Rikishi advances, uh, got a beer and a quarter. Yep. yep. It, I mean, after afterwards, Rikishi got beat down and you're left wondering how is he ever going to survive in the next match? Yeah, it, it's. It's just tough, you know. All right. Next Let alone match, make it to the finals. Next match was uh, Eddie Guerrero. He was joined by uh, Mamacita, China, mm-hmm. and then uh, versus Val Venus, who was joined by Trish. Um, I so, got nothing. I got yeah. I got nothing to say necessarily about this match, uh, except some quotes or a quote, and it wasn't by either of the commentators. Actually, oh okay. It I was as well. It was some fan who was close enough to a crowd mic for me to hear him say, I want to see some titties. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by the entire crowd later, a little later in the match saying, we want puppies. <laughs> I love Attitude Era wrestling fans because they are the definition of just hick redneck. And I love it. Yeah. That's what this country was built on. That's why Chris Jericho got over. Cause he, <sighs> I don't know. He, he was like, he, he was like white trash. That was, that was his character back then. Kind of, I or guess. At least his look. It definitely looked like it, but a lot of people had long hair. Yeah, but it was the, it was and the Christian goatee that went away. Yeah. Christian looks the same as him. Yeah, but he, his character wasn't white trash. I know. Well, except when they were in Louisiana. That's fair. No, it was Kentucky. Kentucky. Where they were in Lowellville. Same place. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. The South is the South. Louisiana, Louisville. Yeah. Um, The quotes I had for this match, I actually have a couple. Uh, There was one where I think I think it was just Eddie making his entrance. But uh, Jerry Lawler was like, look at Mama Sita's boots. Oh, and Jr. was and Jr. was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I heard her boots. Her her boots on her feet. And JR just thought he said boobs. Yeah. Obviously. And then um and then also during the match, JR said that he hopes he doesn't see puppies in the evening gown match later. Which at the <laughs> time I was like, JR, what the fuck, man? That's not cool. There's an evening gown match later. You always you're always looking for puppies. Yeah. Um, unless of course you're not. But I don't. I don't see any reason why Jr. wouldn't want to see some puppies. Mm. Uh, we found out later that we we. I'm assuming both of us were on Jr.'s side there, not not wanting to see puppies during that evening gown match. But we'll get to that later <laughs> because that shit was ridiculous. Um, Trish is able to distract China. No. Sh- Trish distracts the match. China rips her off of the apron, which distracts 
uh, Eddie Guerrero, and then that's how Val Venus wins on a fisher, also on a, a fisherman suplex. Because yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Got a beer and a half. Yeah. And the third match was Crash Holly versus Bull Buchanan, which literally did just happen. Like that is it. It just happened. That's true. It got half a beer. There was no boss man. Crash got the shit beat out of him, and then Crash won on a roll up. It was like roll up. Yeah. Five minutes of I don't give a fuck about this. Half a beer. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Probably the best quarterfinal match, which isn't saying much. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho. I don't know. Like, even though it was the best quarterfinal match, that's like saying the the least smelliest piece of shit. That's true. It. Uh, I don't know. It it wasn't terrible. It was it was it was a regular Monday Night Raw match. I give yeah. it about a C. Okay. There was nothing bad about the match. Just nothing great either. The only the only the biggest note I had from this was Angle's promo before the match where he made fun of Boston sports teams and how long it had been since they won a championship. And quite literally that NFL season the Patriots won their first Super Bowl and <laughs> the rest is history. But this was also was this the year? No. 2000 I thought was a Subway series. I think it wasn't until 2004 that the Red Sox finally won a World Series. I don't know. Yeah, that was 04. Yeah. So I think 2000 was was Mets versus Yankees, but But yeah, either way, so. like since it, like since the new millennium, Boston has been title town. Yeah. <laughs> they've they've had so many championships and if you're upset about Boston winning a bunch of championships since the year 2000, I would say uh, blame Kurt Angle. It's yep. probably his fault. Yeah. So, um. There, there was a Yankees suck chant during this as well. Yeah, just a bunch of people that don't give a fuck about the wrestling that's going on in the ring. You hate yeah. to see it. Um. Uh, the only other thing, like from this, was like it was it was a good match throughout. Not the greatest. Like Joe said, it, he gave it a C. Um, Stephanie McMahon helped out Kurt Angle, which is kind of weird. I guess they were doing that that's that angle at this point. Um, yeah, I don't really remember what all no. happened. I just know like she comes out and she attacks Kurt. And, no, she and, hit him on accident. Oh, okay. Because yeah, then Jericho, Jericho kisses her. Yeah, and she begrudgingly takes it. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it was assault. <laughs> Chris Jericho assaulted her. That is true. And uh, yeah, Vince McMahon booked his his daughter to get assaulted. There we go. And that's what we can take out of this. Um, regardless, after he kissed Stephanie and assaulted her, Angle comes comes up behind Chris Jericho, hits an angle slam, and wins the match. And they got two and a half beers. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I had before the next match was. They they cut to WWF New York. The I guess there was like it was like this bar that and we we've done this before, but I don't know why it took me until now to be like to to really talk about this. But WWF New York in the middle of Times Square, there it was just this bar that just shows wrestling, and it sounds like my dream. Yeah, 
Dude, I, I <laughs> it sounds awesome. Um, I've seen watch parties as well. Um uh, on like the internet of bars that dedicate like a certain night to a pay-per-view or something like that. That's just my dream. I so still want I just I, want the place that I'm the place that I settle down in for the rest of my life. I want to be able to go somewhere on a Saturday or Sunday night and just be able to watch a pay-per-view with a bunch of other wrestling fans. Yeah. Just appreciate what we're seeing. I still want to go to uh one of those like AEW pay-per-views in a movie theater because sometimes movie theaters play them. Yeah, I heard about that. Um dude, I There's can't just ever one close to me. Yeah. I just want to point out that somehow I got both of those right. 2000 and 2004 World Series. It's probably because of where Joe I'm knows from. ball. <laughs> Joe knows ball. I know old ball. I don't really anymore. Really? Yeah. You don't know who won the World Series this year, Joe? Uh, Astros? Dude, look at you. <laughs> wow. Nice. You're so smart. But in reality, no one really, really cares about baseball anymore. It's <laughs> just the World Series. <laughs> like Quite honestly, I like baseball and basketball. And I, I try to watch a little bit more hockey because it's like the most entertaining sport, especially in the regular season. But I only watch those three sports. I only watch their playoffs. Yeah. Football is king in, in America. Football is America's sport. America's pastime. America's pastime. Yeah, there we go. Um, next match was a four-way, ta- a fatal four-way tag team match, or a a four-team elimination match is what what it was. We had Edge and Christian, TNA, the Hardy Boys, and Too Cool, and it was for the WWF Tag Team Championships. Uh, Too Cool, they walked in as champions. And this was probably the best match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, at least most entertaining. Yeah, I mean, because because there there were there were rules that you didn't like, but realistically, there were no rules. A lot of yeah. lo- lot of action on the outside. Um, it wasn't a true fatal four way. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. The one rule that you don't that, was, that you didn't that was, like. That was the unfortunate part. Just imagine like a, a, a fatal four-way tag team match that's not a real fatal four-way, just inside of a cage, and the only way to win is pinfall or submission. <laughs> that would just be my... That would be the end of me. I, I would probably end it all right there. Yeah. So in this match, um, as, as Dylan said, uh, it was an elimination match. So the first team that got eliminated were TNA, then it was the mm-hmm. Hardys, and then Edge and Christian got the win and become the new tag team champions. Yeah, it, it was... Like some of the things that I liked was the Edge and Christian five second pose reenacting the Bill Buckner play from like 1980 something mm-hmm. six maybe, uh, but that was pretty funny with their five second pose doing that. Um, Lita is now with the Hardy Boys. I think that's new. Yeah, in retro time, I think so too. Because Lita is relatively new still, right? And then uh, the Worm is just the most over move in wrestling yep um trish trish came out with tna again so we got to see trish twice so uh she get, tried to get involved at one point yeah it happened yeah it wasn't it, it 
it wasn't the best match, but it was the best match on this card. Yeah. But this but this show sucked. Um yeah, like Joe said, Edge and Christian won the tag team titles back. Got three and a half beers. And then we had our two semifinal matches for the King of the Ring tournament. Give the guys a little break. And we started with Rikishi versus Val Venus. Rikishi was all beat up. He, had a, he did have a huge bruise on his arm, which apparently was from SmackDown when he faced Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. They kind of played that off as if... Wait, he faced was, Chris Benoit at, at the on, beginning of on, the show. And at the beginning of the show and on SmackDown for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that he was the IC champ at this point. So, yeah, I think that's where they said the bruise came from was that match on SmackDown. Um, this was our third Trish sighting. She came back out with Val Venus. <laughs> Um, our third and last Trish sighting because Rikishi advanced to the finals despite him, uh, you know, being so being so hurt. Yeah, I think he gets beat up again after this match. Uh, let me pretty see. sure. I, I wrote down Trish tries to beat up Rikishi and almost eats ass before Val saves her, and then Rikishi eats stairs. Yeah. Oh yeah, Val Venus uh, put his arm on the stairs and then hit that with a chair. Mm-hmm. Okay, trying to break his arm. I remember. I'm I'm Ember. I'm Ember. Um, Man. the only the only grudge I have this with this match was, and and I should have taken this note for the first Val Venus match, but Val Venus, all he does is just breathe heavily. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like Becky during our promo. Yeah, he the, the entire match, it's like he's got a fucking microphone on his body and all you can hear is him just going <laughs> and it was so fucking annoying. I can't even begin to describe like uh, I wanted to murder the dude. I was so upset. I just wanted him to get eliminated so I didn't have to watch another one of his matches. And he did here, but I did have to watch two Valvinus matches on this yeah. night, which um, uh, he's now in the corner of you can go away now. <laughs> Unless he stops breathing like that, but I I doubt it. I doubt that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, this got three quarters of a beer. And then we had the next semifinal match, which was Kurt Angle versus Crash Holly. And we were all wondering, you know, could Crash Holly keep up this Cinderella story? No. The answer was no. Kurt Angle wins. This, uh, I don't know, this match was just another nothing match. I got a half a beer. There was something that happened during the match where the crowd, like, was interested in something else. Probably a beach ball. But there was, like, a (laughs) solid, like, five to ten minutes. I don't even know if this match lasted ten minutes, but... There was a solid portion of the match, like over half of the match where the crowd was just looking not at the ring. Like you could see the all the people that the hard cam was pointing at and they were looking elsewhere. Yeah. So probably a big old beach ball. Yeah. Be what I be what I was thinking. Cesaro hates beach balls. Is he the one that popped it that one year? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was Cesaro, our our Lord and Savior. <laughs> um, but yeah, half a beer for that. Um. Then before the next match, oh, I took all these notes about things that happened outside of the matches, but 
maybe a little foreshadowing or reverse foreshadowing by WWF here. They showed a video of an event that happened at MSG that Trump was at. And, you know, everyone's future, everyone's favorite future president. He said something, he, I don't know, they interviewed him for like one question and then uh, asked him who his favorite wrestler was. And he said The Rock, I think. And then they yeah. cut back and Jerry Lawler literally had the quote, Donald should not run for president. He should run for king of New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry, you Maybe asshole. he was talking about running for president all the way back then. Maybe he was. I just, uh, you know, I was seven. Yeah, I wasn't old enough at this point. That. Actually, maybe I was six. Maybe I didn't know I hadn't had my birthday yet. So I was still six. I wasn't even six yet. I was watching wrestling at this point, but I was not watching the news. That's for sure. The news sucks. I still don't like watching the news. <laughs> it's all depressing and shit. Why do you even need the news? I mean, you don't. You they have just... you have Facebook. Exactly. And Twitter. Nobody needs the news anymore. I can't and... wait. I'm getting rid of cable. I'm I'm cutting the cord when I move and just going to like uh YouTube TV, I okay. think, cuz yeah, they're going to have NFL Red Zone. Yeah, that's how I watch. I use Hulu TV for uh for wrestling. Oh, nice. So I'm going to do that now and um yeah, I'm just never going to watch the news again. Not that I have, but it's nice. It's nice to be cutting the cord. I th- I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Anyways, the next match was the aforementioned evening gown match, and it was between two guys, two Pat Patterson and guys. Gerald Briscoe, <laughs> for the hardcore championship. They had themselves a hardcore evening gown match, and to be honest, I thought this was hilarious. Yeah, it was it was funny. It was stupid. Yeah, it was it was it was just one of those I can't believe how stupid this is, but my god, it's funny. <laughs> uh, let me see what I wrote down cuz I I honestly like I don't remember what was so funny about it. it I was watched just this. that there were two old dudes in evening gowns. Yeah, and- Br- uh, Gerald Briscoe came out to Hulk Hogan's music, which was funny. Um, Pat Patterson stuffed his he so Pat Patterson was wearing a bra. And he stuffed it with candy and threw it to children in the crowd during his entrance. <laughs> um, let's see. Could call Pat that Patterson's, foreshadowing. Yeah, Pat Patterson's dress still had the tag on it. Um, let's see. Pat Patterson had a banana during the match, and he stuffed it in Gerald Briscoe's face, which is kind of funny. And then he stuffed a maxi pad in his face. Um, but yeah, other than that, like you know, obviously this match had zero real wrestling in it they're old as fuck and it was an evening gown match the whole thing though was you know obviously it's for the hardcore championship so 24 7 title essentially um crash holly came out during this match and just interrupted everything took the evening gowns off of both dudes and pinned one of them and won the hardcore championship so neither of them won I guess temporarily one of one person won, whoever got their evening gown taken off first. I don't think so. Well, no, that that would be the loser. Well, generally in a hardcore match, when when it's an actual match, like a match for the hardcore title, I guess, 
um, they they, they suspend the twenty four seven rules. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why I was very surprised by what I saw here. Yeah, that's why. Well, I was obviously surprised when I found out who was in the evening gown match. <laughs> because when I heard about an evening gown match, I was like, okay, maybe this show can be saved slightly. <laughs> you not even hate, a little bit. We hate evening gown matches normally. They're they're all right to look at. Yeah. Sometimes. This time especially. This time. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Joe. I want to just give a big old sup to Jerry Briscoe. Really? No. I lied. Sure. I, I don't want to do that. I don't. Okay. If you, if you say so. Um, they got a half a beer. And then uh, we had kind of a weird match. Uh, had a feud that's, I think, getting paid off here between the Dudley Boys and DX. Mostly the Bubba Ray wanting to put Tori through a table. He didn't get to do that at the last pay-per-view. And now they've been booked in a three-on-two handicap tables and dumpster match. Never seen a tables and dumpster match before until this show. It was very weird. The only way to win was to put either all of your opponents through a table or put all of your opponents in a dumpster and close the lid. Yeah. And I think that's probably the last one you'll ever see, too. I hope so, because it didn't it wasn't good. There was one moment in the match where um well the dumpster had side panels. Right. Like, like most dumpsters do. Mm-hmm. Uh that you could slide. So the uh let's see, the Dudleys were both in the dumpsters at, at one at both in the dumpster at one point. And before um I think it was Road Dog. Uh, before Road Dog had the chance to shut the dumpster door, the dumpster lid, they had opened the side panels and c- crawled out. And they were, he was very surprised when they weren't declared the winners. Yeah, he was very upset. That was pretty funny. Yeah. But that's it. That's the, uh, I forget who even won. I think it was DX. Yeah, DX eventually DX gets them win. in the dumpster. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fucked. Um the Dudleys were able to put the the let's see, X Pac and Road Dog through a table, but Tori but not Tori. And they ended up like she ended up running away from them because she was the only one left who had to get put through a table. And they chased her down and she ended up crawling into the dumpster, at which point X Pac and Road Dog hit both the Dudleys with chairs and they fell into the dumpster and they closed the lid and mm-hmm. that's how they lost. Yeah. And I think Tori crawled out the side panel during that. Um DX ends up celebrating on the ramp, but Tori was still, I don't know, somewhere around the ring or in the dumpster, or around the dumpster. And the Dudleys they recover miraculously very quickly and put Tori through a table. Nice. To send everyone home happy. Which is all they wanted to do. That's really it. That's literally all they wanted to do. And it got two and a half beers. That's it. And then the most disappointing match potentially. For the King of the, King of the Ring, Ring final. Final. 
Yeah, we were wondering who would walk out as king of the ring. Would it be Kurt Angle or would it be Rikishi, Joe? It was Kurt Angle in a very short match. It was not good at all. Kurt Angle won. Uh, I don't think I have any real notes for this. Um, Nothing happened. Rikishi was hurt. Kurt Angle won. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. He won on a belly to belly suplex. Or a, it was a, a super belly to belly suplex, I think, from the top rope. Dude, so you know what I realize? There whenever there's talk about oh, King of the Ring is going to be brought back, it's potentially going to be a pay-per-view again. It's it's or it's just going to be on week, weekly episodic television. I'm like, cool, there's going to be a King of the Ring again. I love King of the Ring. But I never love King of the Ring. Dude, I thought about that, and that was at the end of my end of the pay per view notes for me. Um, I've always been on that side. Like, man, it'd be cool if they brought King of the Ring back. Like, I remember King of the Ring; it was so cool. Like, the problem is, and the the reason that they got rid of King of the Ring after two thousand two is because of, like, I and it wasn't doing well. I'm pretty sure, and they they book them they book them so terribly. The, the tournament matches suck. The matches around them usually aren't that great, except for uh, Taker Mankind at 98 in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, it makes sense that they don't bring King of the Ring back all that often. The only thing that they need to do to fix it, though, is just have King of the Ring, have the winner of the King of the Ring mean something. Like... It's the same problem with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You win King of the Ring, you win that Battle Royal, and you get nothing. What is the point of it? They at least used to try and hype up the the Andre the Giant thing where it's like, and they did the same thing in this where they're like, oh, yeah, uh, if you win this Battle Royal, you're bound for greatness. Um, The other thing is that I think at the beginning of the pay-per-view, they also said, Kurt Angle has a championship match with Triple H at the next pay-per-view, which is uh, fully loaded, which I I I don't think I've ever watched it, but I'm pretty sure it's really fucking good, so I'm really excited for that. Um, But, like, Kurt Angle already had that championship match before he even won the tournament. Yeah. So, like, what's the point of winning the fucking tournament? There the tournament one. should be right before SummerSlam or two pay-per-views before SummerSlam, and it should be the winner gets... To main event SummerSlam. Yeah, something like that. Just like the Royal Rumble for WrestleMania. It's just on a lower level. And then you have money in the bank swirling around all year. And they can cash in whenever for a championship of their choosing. Yeah. You can even put money in the bank at SummerSlam. So that you always have something, pretty much always have something exciting to go for. You know? Are you saying get rid of the Money in the Bank show itself? Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. It used to be at Mania. Those were the yeah. and those were the best Money in the Bank matches. Yeah, in well, opinion. except for the climb the corporate ladder ones. That one was pretty good. And Brock Lesnar <laughs> winning. You were there for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's move on. Kurt Angle is the new King of the Ring in 2000, and the last match was a kind of weird match. It was the McMahons defending Triple H's. Uh, WWF Championship versus The Rock and the Brothers of Destruction. And whoever it like, if The Rock and Brothers of Destruction won, whoever got the pin or submission was going to be the new champ. 
this was just the McMahon family booking gone crazy. Yeah. Like it always <laughs> does. They do a bunch of shit that doesn't make any sense and they book themselves in matches that don't make any fucking sense and you get this. Yep. Uh, it was slightly entertaining. The concept is kind of cool where like if you think about it, the the heel team never needed to go in and interrupt a pin because the face team all wanted to be champion. Mm-hmm. So if anyone on the heel team was getting a pin, obviously the heels weren't going to go break it up. And if anyone on the face team was going to get a pin, as long as there was somebody on the face team that was alive at that point and able to get in and break it up, they would because that would mean if if they let the pin happen, they're giving up their chance as champion. So it is a cool concept. It's the the only thing is it really just falls into can they coexist? Yeah. And they couldn't. Shocker. They yeah. they they can never coexist. It doesn't matter who they is, they can never coexist. Yeah, that's true. Except for Drew and Sheamus in the Royal Rumble. I just it's still I'm still so fucking surprised by that. Well now they're buds. They're bros, actually. They're bang they're bros. Bang bros. Um somehow Kane and Undertaker, they uh they pull they they just basically become really dumb and they fight on the outside and the rock is able to pin Vince and the rock is the new champion. So yeah. it's going to be the rock versus Kurt angle at the next pay-per-view. I think we only have a couple more rock championships left in general, but also we're, we're coming up uh, next couple of years. Rocky's going to go Hollywood. I think it's next year. Yeah. Is Something when like Scorpion King comes out, or no? Scorpion King already ha- came out at this point, I think. Did it? Yeah, actually... he's already done a. At this point, I'm pretty sure he's already done Scorpion King, which was, I think, his first at least big film, quote unquote big film. Uh, Hollywood he's Rock is a film. character. Hollywood Rock is a character. I think is mostly a 2003 thing. Okay. Cool. From what yeah. I can remember, and that uh, that wraps up that pay per view. Yeah, uh, the main event got three beers. Uh, total, this got seventeen beers. Uh, I know I promised last week that I would update the beer ratings database, but I didn't because, uh, you know, insert excuse here. My real my real excuse is I've been really busy because I'm getting out of that place. Uh, and I'm trying to figure my life out and trying to move back home and you know, be with my family who's been in Maryland since November. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Just more bullshit excuses. I'm trying, (laughs) but you know what? I promise I'll update it by next week. As long as everyone here realizes that your promises don't mean anything when it comes to the, the database. Whoa. They don't. It's fine. I'm not mad. You seem really mad. I'm not mad. Can you stop being really mad? Speaking of mad, should we get into SmackDown? (laughs) Yeah, we can. (laughs) What do you want to talk about? Uh, Well, Sammy was really mad. He was. 
Yeah. Uh, so it was that. What was it? It started off with the Paul Heyman, Sami Zayn promo, right? I. Uh, my Sammy note says Sammy says Roman has eight days left. That's it. Yeah, because it was eight days until the until the pay per view. Yes, but that's all I wrote. So I don't. I have a terrible memory, Joe. Yeah, so do I. Uh, yeah, because this this wasn't the real good Sammy like promo of the week. It wasn't bad. It was good. Um, but the good the great Sammy promo was from Raw this week. Yeah, that was that was probably the best one of the week. Um, second best one of the week being the MJF promo during the commercial. Just because it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's saying this shit. But it was during commercial, I found out. Which, oh, I didn't see that, I don't think. You should definitely go on Twitter and watch it. It's it's not so much funny, but he's just like talking shit to the Laredo crowd because he definitely makes some comments. He if if uh no matter what your stance on abortion is uh mjf has a stance on abortion during this uh during this promo and uh it was kind of just like whoa dude it was he says a lot of things says a lot of curse words because they're not on the air so yeah he just talks a lot of shit basically just to get the crowd to boo him a lot before they return to break from break so that when they return from break he's standing in the middle of the ring and they're booing the shit out of him yeah but yeah, um, yeah, I think the best promo was on Raw. But with SmackDown, I think the biggest thing, Jey Uso returned. Yes, he and did. And this Bloodline storyline has escalated so far. It's very obvious that they're wrapping everything up. I, I think they're kind of doing it really quickly at the, like this p- part of it very quickly. Um, but I'm fine with it because of how long it's been building up, and it, it uh, I think the payoff is still going to be really good. Yeah. Um, Jey Uso returned to help Jimmy retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, so that was not for the Unified or the whatever the Undisputed Tag Team Titles. That was just for SmackDown, and it 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 really did appear that Jimmy was about to defend by himself, which we talked about last week. Thought it would be really cool if they ended up doing that. They uh, Jimmy or Jay ends up coming in through the crowd, and it was a it was a good match. But it seems like Jay is, you know, Jay's still on Sammy's side. It looks like, and Paul Heyman knows it. That's the scary part. Yeah. Yeah, before I forget, because I almost did forget until I saw that Hit Row did have a match during this. Um, so I'm watching I'm watching SmackDown on uh Monday morning. And okay. I or sorry, not Monday morning, uh Saturday morning. I don't know why I said Monday. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I'm watching uh SmackDown on, on Saturday morning. I had gone out and uh had a couple beers on Friday night, so I didn't watch you. it live. Uh and this dude Instead of driving home, he was responsible and he uh he crashed on on the beanbag. Um You're talking about yourself? No. This uh this dude you don't know. Oh, okay. Somebody that yeah. was with you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so I, I I woke up in the morning and I'm watching SmackDown. He comes downstairs and uh and He's like, oh, dude, I haven't watched WWE in in years, you know. And uh, I was like, yeah. It's, uh, I watch it pretty, pretty often. And he's like, yeah, my, uh, my coach, my coach, actually his son 
is in WWE right now. And I'm thinking it's going to be some like no name on like NXT level up or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> Tell <laughs> and, me uh, it was top dollar. He's like, yeah, my, uh, my coach's name was uh, like uh, Mike Francis. And I'm like, Francis, AJ Francis. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I, I like before you came down, I literally just watched a a match with him in it. So uh, and then I was like, yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> it's top dollar, right? It's not <laughs> yeah. the other guy. Yeah, it's top dollar. Oh, my God. It's top dollar. You yeah. know, someone who knows top dollar's dad. Yeah. And he, you know, he, yeah, he met this guy and he's like, yeah, uh, when he, when he played for the dolphins, you know, I was still, I was still in high school and he, he came by and, you know, his dad was like, oh yeah, my son, he's going to be real big one day. <laughs> and he I should realize how fat he was going to be. Hey, he, he's actually lost a lot of weight. I'll give, oh. him, cre- give him credit for that. Um, I can say that I'm fat. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I showed him the the botch of the suicide dive a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, this that all makes sense." <laughs> Did you tell him how the announcers, like the nerdy announcers, also make fun of him? Uh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my favorite part of the whole thing. Is like Top Dollar did that. Like he took a chance, tried to do a cool move, couldn't do it. You know, that happens. Shit happens. But Michael Cole. <laughs> continuously making fun of him it's yeah. just the icing on the cake that makes me laugh at this whole situation yeah it's just so fucking funny um the only other thing oh actually back to the bloodline because there's one more thing i wanted to talk about there was um jimmy and solo were told that they have to stay home and watch elimination chamber from their couches this week uh, to yep. get an at-home perspective and paul Heyman said it was because Sometimes when you're watching at home, you see you see some things that you don't see when you're here at the arena. Yeah, hinting at basically hinting at Jimmy that he knows he saw or knows what Jay is up to. Yeah, so that's very interesting. Um, I did see rumors that the the Usos might be allowed at Elimination Chamber. I think Jay will be there for sure, yeah. but I think it's going to be to turn on Sammy. Yeah, yeah. So. That was the last thing on the episode tonight uh, or on Friday was Jimmy and, and Sammy did share a fist between the, the trucks. They fisted each other. They fisted between each other the between the trucks. Yeah. Betwixt it was the a, trucks. It was a cool moment to watch them fist. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing, the absolute last thing this time I want to talk about is that uh, Natalia is wearing a hat <laughs> that makes her look like a penis. <laughs> I was gonna jokingly say I was gonna I was gonna cut you off and be like, wait, don't don't you want to talk about Natalia? But then I was like, what if he's actually gonna about to talk about like this whole Rhonda and Shayna angle here? No, I don't care about the angle. <laughs> she wore a skin colored. She uh she wore a skin colored hat. I thought it was pink. Sure, whatever. Close enough to her skin color. I guess everyone's pink on the inside, and. It, it made her look like a penis. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it was very funny. I personally, I skipped through. Like, I don't think I watched anything live this week except Dynamite. I might have watched a little bit of Raw. No, uh, Raw, I started at like 845 and then used like 
my DVR to catch up so that by 11, like it was so I didn't have to watch any commercials. It's like yeah. the best way to watch wrestling now. Um, I didn't watch SmackDown live, so I'm pretty sure I just skipped everything that Natalia was involved in, but I did see that she was wearing a hat, Yeah, which was quite hilarious. Because she looked like a penis. She did look like a penis. You're right, Joe. <laughs> um, what about Rampage? I didn't even open the note the the page for that this time. Sweet, raw. <laughs> um, big contract signing. Oh, uh, kind of super predictable. I don't like contract signings, honestly. Yeah, no, they're terrible. They they're so overdone. They need to do them way less often, in my yeah. opinion. I don't yeah. know. Um, there, there are some pretty good things on Raw, though. Um, we finished out the men's elimination chamber match. I think the women's one was already finished out, but we got, um, no, that was last week. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them got finished last week. Yeah. I just have a bunch of things in my notes that say EC meaning elimination chamber. Oh, EC number three. No, not that one. Not the one that needs to control his narrative. Um, the thing with me was I was kind of upset watching the first match of Raw, which had the Street Profits in it, that Dawkins is not in the Elimination Chamber because for someone that I used to not really care, care that much about and I really only cared about Montez Ford because he was clearly the better one, Angelo Dawkins has gotten so much better and I prefer him in the street profits now. Like I prefer him at I he's my preferred street profit member now, which is crazy. So I usually don't turn on a team like that. Well, like on a one per like I usually don't do that. Yeah. You know? It's just crazy how much he's improved and how much better he's gotten and how much fun he is to watch. Yeah, past two weeks he's had like great matches. He's been doing this for like six months, like six months to a year now. Like I remember when um I think Chad and I went to Raw. God rest his soul, Chad. Like that was like about this time last year, I want to say. Dawkins had a hell of a match on Raw. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's he's been doing it for about a year now. Like Dawkins has improved so much. He's so much fun to watch. Well, they're they're, they're both really good singles competitors. Yeah, it's but not that a, doesn't it's, mean I want to see them break up. It's not, yeah, abs- I completely agree. It's not a knock on Ford at all. It's just, uh, I think I just want to see Dawkins succeed more. Um, but I, d- it's not me saying I want them to break up because I think they're very good. They're, they're one of the best tag teams in WWE in the world. So I don't know. It's, I didn't really want to say anything there that would ma- make it seem like I wanted them to break up even though it came off that way a little bit, I don't want them to break up. They're both very good. I just appreciate Dawkins more than I used to. Um, But yeah, promo of the week. Sammy Zayn came out, called out Cody Rhodes. Not really called him out. Well, asked well him he to called out. him to, to, okay, that's fair. Yeah, sorry. Call, called him to come out of the... He said, the, come hang out with me. Yeah, come and hang out. And... The thing with me, so the the thing that was most powerful about this promo was Cody's like ending line where he said, you know, him getting the title is him finishing his story 
and he like told Sammy, he's like, you need to finish your story. Um, but there were some things that came out this week. I guess Cody's been doing a lot of interviews. Cody said he would be fine doing a triple tread at mania. And I still don't know if I want that. I think I, I still like the fact that I know that Sammy Zayn will not, they will not book Sammy Zayn to win the titles at mania. It would just be, it would be so bad if they put him in that match when most everyone knows that he would not win the match. Yeah. Because everyone would turn on Cody when slash if he won. Yeah. I'm uh I'm no longer behind my old like fantasy booking where I said like give us a match like like they gave us for the Intercontinental and European Championship at two thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't I it wouldn't it wouldn't feel big for either of them if w- one of them one of them lost. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Or not even if one of them lost, but if, if both of them won, that's, that still means they lost one title each. Yeah. I think they're doing this just how they should. Sammy gets his match with Roman at Elimination Chamber. He's going to get screwed over and him and Owens are going to face the Usos at Mania for the tag titles and they're probably going to win. I kind of hope Cody just relinquishes one of the titles. I hope he just turns it into the like into a singular championship and they just create a new title because I heard that they might do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know I'd what right it's going it. to look like, though. They're probably going to make it look like shit. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Like the red version of the Universal Championship. Yeah, like when that first debuted, everyone fucking hated that. The blue one's better. I got to I got to The blue it. one is better. Blue looks better on the Universal Championship. Um, but yeah, that promo was great. Goosebump worthy promo. Uh, we had Seth Rollins in his big red boots. That was pretty funny. Everyone was uh saying like they look like Mario boots. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did Miz TV. It's looking more and more like Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul is going to be a thing at WrestleMania. That was like the only other thing that they kind of built towards, uh, like I guess kind of match that they're building towards for WrestleMania. Because the theory and Cena stuff has kind of gone on the back burner right now, even though I think that's kind of for sure going to happen. Um, yeah, we're going to probably get Rollins versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. It's probably going to steal the show, honestly. Yeah, I could see it. And the opening segment and main event tied in with each other. They basically booked this triple tread at the end of the night. Bianca, Bailey, and Becky... If either Bailey or Becky won this triple threat match, they would get put into the women's elimination chamber match to make basically the match start off as a triple threat, and then people would start coming in every five minutes. I think they did that in 2019. They did a seven man elimination chamber. Yeah, that was the only other time they've done that. But they ended up not going forward with that, which is good. I think that should have just been the way that they're going, the way that they're going to do it, which. uh had Bianca win on Monday. Yeah, but now Becky, neither Becky or Bailey have a path to WrestleMania right now. Yeah, they're probably just going to do them facing each other again. Um, That rumored like six-woman tag team match is off because Dakota Kai is hurt between Damage Control Your Narrative and then Becky, Lita, and Trish. So maybe that happens at Mania. I don't know. Okay. 
The only reason it's not happening this Saturday is because Dakota is hurt. Because the whole Lita coming back thing, like they didn't do they anything about, about that. Now. They didn't do anything about that. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to hold that off to Mania now. Okay. So that Dakota can get better. All right. Which is probably where that match should be, anyways. That shouldn't be on Elimination Chamber. That should be at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's fair. Except that Trish is fr- from Canada and she always gets a huge hometown reaction. Yeah, that's true. But she's from Toronto, not Montreal. Yeah, but, you know, Canada's Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that's if like, anyone's from Canada, it doesn't matter where you are from, in, where you're from in Canada. If you're wrestling in Canada, you're in your hometown. Yeah, that's, that's like saying, uh, yeah, she's from South Dakota, not North Dakota. Same exact thing. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes a little sense. Um, NXT this week. Really, there's a couple things. Um, the Grayson Waller Tyler Bate match was pretty good, but the biggest thing Ugh. came after the match where him and Shawn Michaels had like a heated argument backstage, and Shawn Michaels basically like yelled at him to leave. Wow, Shawn Michaels versus uh. Grayson Waller loading. No. <laughs> and there are so many people online this week. They were like, oh, give me this at stand and deliver. To those people, shut the fuck up. Shawn Michaels had his last match ever at WrestleMania 26. The other match doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't count. It was stupid and it sucked. It's not canon. because <laughs> that match, it's not canon. And because of what we know about that match, that's not canon that happened, unfortunately. Sean Michaels should not have another match. It doesn't matter who it's against. Yeah, it could Sean, be Sean against held Jesus lot, Christ yeah. himself. It just shouldn't fucking happen. Sean held his own during that match because yes, Trips but, couldn't. But uh, he shouldn't wrestle again. I agree. He's like eighty years old. No, don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> We're gonna have the an NWA want... pay per view of uh, Sean Michaels' last match. No, in seventy years. No, please don't. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. I won't watch it. Um, but yeah, the, the people that want that to happen just need to go fucking crawl in a hole and die. Yeah, give us a super kick dumb. every once in a while, but not not a match. Yeah, he could be the general manager that, you know, he can't compete in matches, but he can still super kick the shit out of some people. I'd yeah. be fine with that. Be totally fine with that. Or sorry, switch in music. I don't I don't know why I got those two confused. Those are two diff- completely different moves. That's yeah. true. That's that's my bad. I just kind of rolled with it there. Yeah. Um, the other big story of the night was uh Briggs and Jensen and uh Kiana James and Fallon Henley and this Valentine's Day date that was gonna happen. Uh Brooks Jensen admitted he's never kissed a girl. That was pretty <laughs> funny. And he went on this date, and Fallon Henley is still torn because of uh Kiana she thinks that Kiana James is cheating on Brooks Jensen. Uh, turns out the person that she's the this person Zach that she hung up the phone and said I love you to was her brother, and now Fallon Henley looks like a big dumb idiot for revealing to uh, Brooks Jensen on NXT this week that Keanu James was cheating on him when in fact she was not. Yeah, and it all got old. revealed in front of everyone dumb. there, and yeah. The funniest thing was the whole backstage segment where Brooks Jensen was like, "I've never kissed a girl." He was like, "Would you like a?" Uh, Josh Briggs was like he told Fallon Henley and that uh that he had never kissed a girl. And Jensen was like, dude, stop. We don't want to tell the whole world, not realizing they're just like on camera telling the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So NXT this week, 
some really good matches. Um, but I know there's no but. There were some really good matches. They had the Tyler Bate match, uh, and then you had the Roxy and Miko Salamanca. Satamora. Satamora. So close. Um, it was all right. That's yeah. uh, and that's next gonna, week. That that's got a stand and deliver match loading. Yeah. Next week though, we uh we get a real treat. Oh, actually, before I say that, Braun Breaker came out, and the crowd was chanting to the tune of John Cena's entrance music. Braun Breaker sucks. I loved this. <laughs> they I... are turning on him hardcore. This is the coolest thing the CWC has ever done. <laughs> if it was like, anyone else, you'd be upset about it. But no, I'm not upset at all. I fucking hate Braun Breaker. He sucks. I said if he it was anybody suck. else, I wouldn't hate it. Doesn't I wouldn't I still wouldn't hate it. You said if I would was, hate it. Oh, if it was any other wrestler. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the CWC. If it was any other like like I thought you were saying if it was any other crowd. No. Yeah, it's just because of your hatred for Braun Breaker. Yeah, it over, it trumps the hatred for the CWC, I guess. Yeah, um, because they are shitty fans. Uh, they're bottom so line, bad. they're, they're so bad. They are not a respectful crowd. They're not wrestling fans. Yeah. All right. So, uh, last thing, same same thing, kinda for me on NXT anyway. Our treat next week. Our treat next week, which is we get to watch a Brown Breaker match Yay. and a Jinder Mahal match. In the same match. <laughs> <laughs> now get this. What if I told you? <laughs> I just want you to do that in like the the movie trailer voice, where it's like, "What if I told you that you could watch a Braun Breaker match and a Jinder Mahal match all on the same night, <laughs> but also all in the same match?" <laughs> Tune in to NXT next week. Fuck. You gotta be kidding me. Um, I'm assuming Breaker's gonna win because the like if they don't do Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes at Stand and Deliver, what the fuck is going on? Uh Jinder Mahal can have another match with Melo down the line, I guess. I, I don't know. Or just keep Breaker in NXT forever and I'll just stop watching NXT and move Melo up. I don't really give a fuck. Other than I I know I will be really upset if Melo loses to Breaker. Um, I would prefer Breaker stay on NXT. And Mello win the NXT championship and relinquish it and just move up to the main roster. That'd be cool. The only thing I want to see Braun Breaker do on the main roster is lose. Yeah. But, you know, you can't always get what you want. I know that's not what's going to happen. He's a big sweaty man. He's going to win. He's going to win a lot. Yeah. That's that's the unfortunate thing. All right. Before we move on to AEW, I have one more WWE hot take. Shoot. This is my hot take. Tell me if you agree or not. I hope I don't because we don't we agree a lot on this show. I want to I want to disagree with you on something. This is controversial. Okay. All right. Let's go back to your favorite wrestler when when you were a kid. Kane. Kane. Oh, wow. (laughs) I thought you forgot. (laughs) No. Unfortunately, yes, it was Kane. (laughs) Your favorite wrestler when you were a kid is Kane. And now we're watching all of these. uh, These matches that he was in back in the early the late 90s early 2000s and we're like wow Kane is not a good wrestler none of his matches are entertaining I don't know where this is going but I think I'm not going to like it so th- therefore 
he was entertaining because of his character work. Yeah. Not that good a wrestler. Okay. I feel that way about Bray Wyatt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Damn it. I agreed with you. <laughs> yeah. Bray, Bray Wyatt. I'm, I'm so tired of Bray Wyatt matches. Just at, like the same as I'm tired of Kane matches, man. I know I started rewatching, like I started watching wrestling again in 2015 when Bray Wyatt was already on the scene, but I've seen enough Bray Wyatt matches to be able to, I think I've seen enough Bray Wyatt matches to be able to say, name one, get Bray, name one good Bray Wyatt match. I can't. I, I mean, exactly. th- there, there were some multi-man matches back with the Wyatt family that weren't bad. And we're talking Wyatt family versus the shield Wyatt family versus the roads Wyatt family versus CM Punk in some variety. Those were good, and, but they were all multi-man matches. Yeah. Those are not Bray Wyatt matches. I mean, they are, he's in them. Yeah. But I can't name a single like Bray Wyatt match that I'm like, like Bray Wyatt is never going to make the, make the list of, Oh, these, this person has great matches. You should go back and watch this one. No, not at all. He's the modern day Kane. Yeah, and I don't like him, which is weird. I guess maybe uh chill maybe there's some child out there that's like, man, I love Bray Wyatt. He's my favorite wrestler. And he's gonna grow up and twenty years from now, he's gonna be like, Man, going back and watching all these Bray Wyatt matches, he's his character work was great, but his matches aren't very good. And then there'll be some other guy in twenty years that does the same thing and he'll be like, Man, that makes a lot of sense. What yeah. these guys on Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling were saying all these years ago. I hate to say it because I was so excited for his return. Yeah. I think it's because I like him as a person, like an outside of wrestling person. Like I respect him. You know, he's open about his mental health and stuff like a big man that's open about that. So, like, I like him better than Glenn Jacobs. Oh, absolutely. Glenn Jacobs sucks as a person. Yeah. So I, I think that's like. Why I, I don't feel, remember I, what he said, but I know it was controversial and I didn't like it. It's a lot of things. Racism. Um, yeah, it was the the thing that if Chad like Chad got really upset about is the whole like women's rights thing. Oh, that's what, um, it, what was the abortion thing. Yeah. Um. Well, it wasn't just that; it was other women's rights as well. Well, he thinks that men should c- control women's bodies. Yeah. Something along those lines. <laughs> he didn't. I, that that's not a. That's definitely a paraphrase. Um. But it's implied. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's something I I feel bad about saying, but I I've realized that it's how I feel. Yeah, I definitely a definitely a take, but I think a lot of the a lot of wrestling fans are on board with you there. Yeah. And the more Bray Wyatt matches we see, we come to realize how true it is. Prove me wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong. Give me a great Bray Wyatt match. Just just one. Like I'm just trying to think back. I mean, obviously the one we just saw. Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Uh, um, his feud with Roman. His, his feud. feud with Braun. His feud with Randy Orton at Mania 33 when the bugs were on the mat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the Braun Swamp match or whatever it was called. Uh, the match with Taker at Mania wasn't good. Nope. Uh, the match with Cena at Mania wasn't good. The the Firefly Funhouse match was good, but it wasn't really a match. No, it was. It was just it was character work. <laughs> it was character work. It was a match solely built on character work. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, he just sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see. We we did a lot we did a lot of building towards revolution this week, which I was very happy with. Finally, because it's look quite literally next weekend. No, two weekends from now. It's on March 5th. That's all I know. Um, two weekends from now, I think. Regardless, um, Orange Cassie was there, and it made me remember that the All-Atlantic Championship exists. Apparently, he defends it a lot on Rampage, which makes a lot of sense why I forgot it exists. Um, we talked about the whole Jerry Jarrett thing earlier and how I was surprised that Jeff Jarrett was there and wrestling like a few days after his dad died. So props to him. Uh, we had the MJF promo, which honestly wasn't that great. I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, a lot of people really liked it, but I don't know. I, I thought it was mid, as he yeah. would say. He brought Christopher Daniels out. Um paid him a lot of money backstage to talk shit about Brian Danielson and Chris, Christopher Daniels uh, basically said no. And uh, he said that Brian Danielson is the best wrestler in the world. And uh, he said that Brian Danielson is going to put MJF's dick in the dirt. Do we think that's going to happen in the dirt, dick in the dirt? Do we think that's, do we think that we're going to see that at revolution, Put maybe a dick in the dirt? No, I'm just actually, I'm trying to wonder, I'm, I'm wondering how MJF is going to beat Brian Danielson. I got another hot take. I bet MJF has a small dick. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe also not a hot take, but <laughs> you know what? I'll disagree with you here. No, MJF's <laughs> got a huge dick. Got you, can see from, you, can, you can see it from space. That's how, <laughs> that's how big it is. Um, there, controversy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other stuff that got set up. Uh, looks like uh, Christian Cage is back and his arm is healthy. Um, looks like they're finally going to do that match with Jungle Boy with him and Jungle Boy, and it might actually last more than two minutes this time. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting Elite versus House of Black at Revolution. The Elite had a backstage segment where they ran into Top Flight and AR Fox again. They're having a match on Rampage two days ago when you were listening to this. Um, but during the backstage promo, there was like a quick flash on the screen. And you're like, I, I personally was like, well, oh, what the fuck was that? Somebody fro- like f- paused it and froze it on that. It was like the House of Black. So I think that's what what's going to happen there. Yeah. So that's going to be a really good match. Um, They also announced the AEW Tag Team Championship match at Revolution, which is going to be a four-way tag team match. We already have the Guns and the Acclaimed in there. And they're doing a couple battle royals in the next couple weeks to determine who the other two teams are. The chosen words by the Acclaimed, though, when they said, open the forbidden door, it doesn't matter who, uh, paraphrasing, it doesn't matter who, uh, we face who could we possibly see from the forbidden door? I'm thinking, uh, who's the crew that, uh, what's his name? Um, fuck. Um, you're losing me, Joe. I'm not uh, sure. No, I, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Uh, look, keep on talking. I'm going to think about it. Okay. 
while you think about that, uh, the other stuff that happened really revolved around the women's division, which is a fucking mess right now. And Soraya is horrendous as a heel, really just as a character, period. She's another one that I just don't like. It's it's a hot enough take, but I just don't give a shit about her. She is a get get off my screen yeah. character right now. Um, and it, it helps that she's a heel now because, you know, oh. people are supposed to not like her. Did you figure it um, out? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they hang out with Will Ospreay. Uh, Aussie Open. Yeah. They're not signed to anyone right now. And I saw the acclaimed uh like tweet out i can't believe they're not like like nobody has signed these guys yet yeah that would be cool to have yeah them in so the i think it's they were be, really good i think it's going to be aussie open and by were really good i mean they still are really good so yeah that would be fun i don't know who the last team would be though ftr would be cool but they're off till yeah, april oh did you did you see that on um, that that thing this week that uh I think Dax posted by like maybe by accident. He was showing that no. he, that he uh he, he he like uploaded an Instagram story uh where he's like I finally got myself a bottle of blah blah blah. Uh it was some some tequila. And, oh, and the WWE thing was there? Yeah. Yeah. Um and then a he lot deleted of people, it. A lot of yeah, a lot of people think, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's just trying to fuck with people. Yeah. Um, as far as the women's division, my opinion is it should be Jamie Hader versus Ruby Soho at, Re- at Revolution. That would be the match that I'd be looking forward to the most. And Ruby won last night. Like yeah. Ruby, Ruby might finally be a be a main eventer in AEW, which is what we always so. wanted, and they've yeah. just kind of wasted her. Yeah, so that's what I want to see. And then uh, the biggest thing. Joe, we're getting your favorite kind of match at Revolution. A tornado. You're getting a good old Texas death match between John Moxley and Hangman Page. Cool. Because this feud's still not over. Yep. For some reason. Yep. So um, I'm sure you're really hyped about that. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most about a Texas death match between John Moxley and Hangman Page? Um, I guess the ending. <laughs> The match being over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. The the more that you say like death matches suck, the more I feel like I, I it's hard for me to get really hyped about it. I will say that. But I don't know. I'm still excited to watch it. I don't I don't know. We've we've watched them wrestle three times now. It's gonna ne- be never easy been for great. the blood prop. It's gonna be easy for the blood prop for predictions. That's yeah, sure. if there is blood, who will bleed first? <laughs> mm. When there is blood, who will bleed first? MJF with, or uh, well, he'll be in MJF, the main event. Sorry, uh, Mox or the somebody, other. Somebody will bleed before Moxley on the card. Yeah, that that'll happen because Moxley and Hangman will be a later match in the night, probably. Yeah, <sighs> but yeah, that that was pretty much everything they built on Dynamite. Um. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens next week. Could be a good show. It's going to be the go home show next week. I'm pretty sure. No, they still have two more weeks. Damn it! I said that earlier. So we still have two more dynamites before our revolution. So the card still has to come together. I'm sure the pay per view is going to last about six days because we have a Iron Man match. So that'll be good. Alrighty. Next week we are going to have our elimination chamber 
uh, beer ratings. So look out for that as well as WrestleMania build, stand and deliver build. And we're nearing uh, revolution like we just talked about. So should be good. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road.